to Niche to Necessity. My name is Taylor Zork, and today we have a very special guest. We have Sukesh. He is from CryptoScat. He is the CEO and founder of CryptoScat, which is a crypto tax and accounting software. Uh, their aim is to make uh, the process of doing that stuff uh, simpler. So welcome, Sukesh. Yeah, thanks for having me, Taylor. Uh, great to be here. Yeah, um, so we've had a few different good discussions in the past. We've done a, 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 tw a Twitter live stream as well. Um, and so I uh, appreciate you coming on. But um, I'd love to just start by kind of informing our audience a little bit about, you know, your background and kind of how you got into crypto. Uh, yeah, sure. So I have a background in uh... Uh, I come from a technology background, um, but I have a master's in telecommunications originally. I did my master's back in 2014. I finished my graduate from master's or started my master's. And then I started working at Ericsson before I came into the blockchain space. Uh, I was working in one of their data center departments working on 5G technology. Uh, so I have very hands-on experience like building data center, servers, infrastructure, um, setups. So that kind of really got me into like the blockchain technology, uh, like how it operates, how the servers communicate and everything, uh, because it's the distributed server. So that was like really curious for me that uh, got me into the blockchain space. And uh, I first got to know about blockchain cryptocurrencies back in like uh, early 2017, I would say. Um, so I was mainly just like interested in the technology like I haven't like I did do some investments but that it wasn't that much I was mainly interested and intrigued by the technology and what it offers and soon after uh by the end of 2017 I co-founded Swedish Blockchain Association which is which was like a non-profit organization in Sweden uh just to create a platform and ecosystem where people can come and uh, talk freely about blockchain because at, in that time, in 2017, like there were literally 100 people talking about blockchain in Sweden. Uh, so I was like looking at these all communities globally. There were like tons of people talking, but like in Sweden, it was super small. So we wanted to create this awareness and create a platform where people can come and talk. Uh, so that was my first initiative. And they, later on, like in 2018, I co-founded a layer one blockchain network called Telos. Uh, which is an EVM protocol now, and uh, which is currently, I think, like around 60 million in TVL uh, or market cap, actually. Uh, and it's, at its peak, it was like 300 million last year in 2022. Uh, yeah, but uh, I also worked at like companies like Volvo Cars, working as a blockchain and innovation consultant uh, during 2018. Uh, I was working on the vice president team focused on like the vision uh, of how blockchain can disrupt the automotive industry, looking at five, 10 years ahead in time, coming up with the ideas that kind of affect a billion people or which can generate a billion dollars in revenue. That was my job description pretty much, <laughs> uh, which was a fun experience. I worked there for eight months. Um, and during 2020, I kind of got full-time into the blockchain space, like COVID hit. I stopped doing all the other stuff that I was doing. I was just like, okay, I want to do completely blockchain and went full time uh, into the blockchain space. But throughout my journey, like I had the infrastructure businesses, I was working with the Telos network, build that network, ground up uh, with a lot of others. And then also like the Swedish Blockchain Association and everything. But one of the biggest challenges I personally had was to do taxes and accounting because 
uh, you're getting a lot of tokens uh, as a payment for different services that you're doing. But like when it comes to the basic stuff, uh, when it comes to accounting and taxes, taxes are quite heavy in Sweden. Uh, but uh, uh, so I was trying to get some help uh, either by reading by myself or like trying to talk with different accountants and spoke with a ton of people uh, within Sweden and also outside of Sweden during that time. And uh, we ended up working with a big one of the big four companies, uh, Grand Thornton. Uh, like even then, like at every single time, like I had to explain myself uh, what this is, what what is blockchain, what is cryptocurrency, uh, how how are these transactions done. Uh, it's still too complex today. Like working with them for the last three years, it's still like they don't understand what is DeFi, what is NFTs, and all these things. So it just got to me like, okay, I had to do something where at least I can at least personally have something to help myself. Uh, to do my own taxes because I had like thousand transactions or something in 2020 that I had to report myself. Uh, so that kind of all started uh, my journey with CryptoScat. And uh, I co-found, I founded it, I funded it uh, till date, pretty much bootstrapped the whole company uh, with the other projects that I was working on. Um, and uh, we were like two people back in 2020 and now we have more than 25 people within the team uh, we grew uh, exponentially during 2022. Uh, we launched our beta, first beta in early 2022. And uh, by the end of 2022, we launched our alpha uh, web application, mobile app, uh, so people can uh, take advantage of their portfolios and taxes within a unified uh, platform. Uh, and also like on the go, you can check your portfolio in real time on the mobile app as well. So that's kind of like our journey so far. Cool. Yeah. So you, so you answered my, my second question, which is like, you know, what led you to create it? It sounds like it was kind of like uh, your own personal struggles with the industry and, 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 right. and, and identifying a problem. Um, that's cool. So, so are you the sole founder or do you have a co-founder? Did you say? Uh, we, I do have a co-founder uh, or my CTO who is based off India. He nice. was one of the very first person to join okay. uh, the team and uh, yeah, believe in the idea and work with me. Very cool. Um, so what what do you see as the biggest challenges that investors have to overcome with regards to taxes? Um, I think uh, the biggest challenge is, first of all, like the lack of awareness for most people that they have to pay taxes on crypto. Um, it's, it's kind of like uh, magic internet money, right? So a lot of people think they don't have to pay taxes. So like creating that educational awareness is like, uh, so challenging already today. And oftentimes like uh, the the accounting terminologies and tech, uh, like the information surrounding it is always like sounds gibberish to a normal person. So conveying that in a more uh, easy way and understandable way is the challenging part. And on top of that, like there are so many different uh, intricate details about transactions, different types of scenarios and how those things are handled from a tax perspective even like the governments and the tax offices themselves oftentimes are not aware of these things so like uh yeah bridging that gap between both sides uh is the challenging part today and that's creating a lot of uh issues for investors uh and uh 
uh, people who are holding cryptocurrencies and that makes them think like okay i just don't want to deal with it and spend a lot of time uh right now uh, i'll just pay the fine or whatever uh if i'm making too much money i'll just pay the fine right so that's what more people are inclined towards and uh last year there was a report in sweden that uh, more than 300,000 people were trading cryptocurrencies just on the Swedish trading platforms with the data that's available, but only 2,000 people reported crypto taxes. Wow. Uh, the, the tax authorities are aware about this, uh, but they can't do anything because, uh, yeah, like it's 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 hard to track. And then once it's outside an exchange, like what do you do? Like how do you even track it? They don't have the tool set uh, today to... Um, yeah, track this uh, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I think I hear a lot of misconceptions around, uh, you know, what's reportable as well. Like, I, I, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about like, oh, like I only pay taxes when I cash it out to fiat or something like that. And so, you know, specifically in the U.S., that's just not the case, you know. So, um, and so, so, you know, any of your DeFi swaps or things like that are going to all be taxable. And I think, um, you know, I hear a lot of people saying like, okay, why would I report to the IRS? Like, you know, the IRS is a super inefficient agency. Like if, if I can't figure this out, how are they going to ever figure this out? And I mean, my response to that is that like, you know, there are on-chain analytic firms like Chainalysis and things like that, that, that do have the capabilities to do this. And you're starting to see that, you know, the U S government with all the funding that they're getting in the, the IRS they're they are starting to go out and seek out these services. So if you have, you know, fraudulent underreporting, the statute of limitations on that is unlimited in the states, at least. So um, it is really crucial to to report this stuff. And and I I agree. I see. I'm seeing a lot of the same sort of things that you're seeing, where it's like there's a large amount of people. The vast majority of people are are underreporting or not reporting. So yeah. I think that there's going to be a lot of pain for the people who um, kind of think that they can sweep this under the rug because ultimately. <laughs> You know, the governments want their their cut of whatever you earned, even if you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, so um, it's an interesting section because it's hard to educate people um, yeah. on something that they don't really want to be educated on. They'd, be, they'd rather bury their head in the sand a lot of the times. Uh, that's so true, and uh, yeah, we we see that every single day, and uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, like it it is changing uh, definitely. I mean, like the IRS and a lot of other tax agencies with new regulations that's coming, basically mandating exchanges to provide information on their users. So at the end of the day, like it's just like a matter of time before IRS notices will show up, right? So um, yeah, always it's good to be vigilant and try to make sure you have all your transactions uh, stored and uh, tracked. Uh, so even the exchanges go down, you still have the transactional data uh to file your taxes and do uh claim your losses or whatever uh necessary yeah uh, yeah absolutely um so within crypto scat like what would you say your ideal user is like you know different crypto tax softwares seem seem to have different advantages and and um and what would you say your your, your software caters to like what type of user so primarily, we are mainly focused on retail investors today, um, uh, as of now. But we do have the ambition to get into the enterprise uh, space as well. 
uh, and also like even support accountants themselves uh, with the tool set because at the end of the day, the tool set is almost the same, the fundamental layer of collecting the data, uh, making that data understandable and consumable is the fundamental layer for every single type of user. But as, as we stand right now, like it's primarily focused on retail investors uh, in multiple jurisdictions. So uh, we already today support uh, seven jurisdictions, including US, Canada, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, uh, UK as well. And we just added the support for Portugal uh, because they have to pay taxes this year. Um, and yeah, we, we, we're expanding quite fast in terms of coverage as well. So uh, we also are expanding to Germany and this year we're gonna be expanding to uh, 10 other countries uh, as well. So uh, in terms of coverage, it's pretty much increasing uh, yeah, every week uh, as we add more features, functionalities into the product. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, and, and what would you say sets your, your software apart from the competition? Because there is, you know, there's, a, there's a bunch of different tools out there. And so what would you say your kind of like special sauce is? Um, uh, yeah, I think you, you covered right to the point, right? So it's, it's already getting crowded in a way, uh, even though the only three, less than 3%, 3 to 5% of the whole market is actually being served with these softwares. Uh, it's already crowded in a way. But uh, there is no like clear winner in terms of the competitors uh, as we see today, because every single software, every single software has issues, uh, whether it's uh, showing wrong balances, wrong token prices, um, or wrong calculations completely when it comes to DeFi and NFTs especially, and uh, missing a lot of coverage to these uh, newer chains. Uh, newer EVM chains and things like that. So from day one, when we started back in 2020, one of the good things that happened to us compared to the, the competitors that started earlier was we came right at the time of DeFi and NFT boom. Uh, so which really helped us uh, channel our efforts more onto uh, that space and identify the challenges from the others. And then we try to resolve them from day one. So. Uh, compared to others, we provide the best user experience. Uh, if you log into our platform, add your wallets like an EVM address, Ethereum address, we automatically go and detect what all the other EVM chains, 30 plus EVM chains that you have interacted with and create all those wallets for you with one click. Uh, but if you compare that with these other platforms, uh, whether it's Coinly or anyone else, you have to create these wallets 10 times to do the same thing. It's the same address, you're copy pasting and doing it 10 times, which is like, yeah. what's the purpose of that, right? So it's, it's yeah. kind of common sense issues sometimes. Uh, other than that, like uh, we also uh, are extensively focused on DeFi. Uh, so today we support more than uh, 2000 plus DeFi protocols in uh, 30 plus EVM chains. And we actually provide an extensive DeFi dashboard within the platform. Uh, unlike others. So you can actually see in which protocols, uh, how many reward, rewards are you getting? Uh, what's your current DeFi position looking like? Uh, what are your lending positions, borrowing positions, everything in one dashboard. And we also pro provide like a curated list of uh, DeFi, hist historical DeFi transactions that you did uh, as well. And the same thing for NFTs. So today we support pretty much all the major AVM chains out there. 
So you can see all your NFT portfolio, inventories, buys, sells, everything in the NFT dashboard as well. And then you can also see all the NFT transactions that you did. And then you can see the buyer, seller, what was the price, net gains that you made on those sales uh, as well. And uh, yeah, and the rest of the features are pretty much the same, similar to any others. We we can support, uh, yeah. I think one other feature that we do is this jurisdictional coverage. I think uh, other than us, maybe like one or two other providers support multiple countries. Uh, most of the providers today only support like uh, majorly US or Germany or uh, UK or Canada, that's it, and maybe Australia. Uh, but uh, when it comes to these additional countries coverage, like we are the only ones to do that uh, other than Coinly uh, today. So uh, yeah, so there are like a lot of good things, especially from a user experience standpoint that we're working on. And uh, in the coming months, like um, uh, the CSVs and the uh, API integrations are gonna be much more expanded and more user-friendly tool set uh, are, are something that we're developing. So people don't have to spend time fixing the issues in CSV files and yeah, uh, just trying to streamline that whole process. Nice. So uh, last question, are you are you bullish or bearish over the next year or so? <laughs> uh, next year, definitely bullish, I would say. Uh, yeah. I don't, not a financial advice, but I think with the Bitcoin halvening that's happening uh, mid next year, um, I think the momentum is going to change. Uh, and also, uh, as a tool, like I'm one of the founding team members of Telos. Uh, we just announced a partnership yesterday with GameStop, uh, which is huge. And uh, uh, yeah, and also I like looking at this partnership and being behind the scenes. One of the things that I learned is like a lot of traditional Web2 companies are really interested and really wanted to come into the Web3 space. And I think uh, by the time next year, like the Bitcoin halving happens, I think a lot of these companies will be uh, ready to like really scale in Web3. Uh, so I'm really uh, looking forward to it. Um, super excited about the partnerships and everything that we're doing. Um, yeah, and also finally, I forgot to mention in the beginning, like we are incubated now by Binance Labs and we are partnering left and right with a lot of major exchanges, DeFi protocols that's out there. So uh, even for CryptoScat itself, like uh, the next year and this year is going to be super exciting uh, with our expansion plans and everything. Very cool. Uh, you guys are doing some great stuff. I think, you know, um, we need we need all the help we can get for investors, I think, you know, to take their, their taxes in their, into their own hands. And I mean, obviously, there's a lot of benefit to having a, a CPA involved as well. Yeah, but absolutely. for for a lot of people who, you know, are doing kind of smaller scale, you know, that's not affordable to them. So to have tools that make it easy for them to uh, accomplish this task. I mean, ultimately, you know, if you put garbage in, you're going to get garbage out no matter what software you use. But um, more tools that that help people and, and help people kind of take it into their own hands is, is, is really good for the industry. So, um well, thank you so much for coming on today, Sakesh. And um, yeah, we'll keep our conversation going. And uh, yeah, yeah, thanks again. Thank you very much for having me. Really appreciate that. My pleasure.